Good afternoon. This is Ellen Bell, and welcome to Vintage Orange on KUCI 88.9 FM. Today, I'm going to be taking you to a little oasis of local history. It's a place called the Irvine Ranch Historic Park, and it's located on the corner of Jamboree Road and Irvine Boulevard. It's kind of on the corner between between the city of Irvine and the city of Tustin, right on the edge there by the Tustin Marketplace. Uh, this is an area that was once the headquarters of the Irvine Ranch. It was where James Irvine had his office, where where all of the uh, ranch workers would come and have their, their meals in the mess hall there. And it was also the place where the Irvine family lived. They had their home there on that corner in the Irvine Ranch area. Um, today, the, uh, many of those buildings have been preserved in their original form. They're being used by the Orange County Parks. And um, the Irvine family home, which was demolished in the late 1960s, has been rebuilt to an exact replica and now exists as the Katie Wheeler Branch Library. It's an Orange County Park library. And uh, you are invited to go there any day of the week and, and enjoy this newly created building of the old, original, iconic Irvine family family home. So to help me tell you a little bit about this place, I have Richard Serrato, who is the senior branch manager of the Katie Wheeler Branch Library, and he's going to tell you a little bit about some of the history of this building, the history not only of the library itself, but the family and uh, and the Irvine Ranch. So Richard, thank you very much for being with me today on Vintage Orange. I appreciate your time, and I, I'm really happy that you're here because we get to talk about one of my favorite places to visit in in Irvine, uh, history related, is the Katie Wheeler Library. And uh, so thank you for being with me. Well, thank you, Ellen, for having me on your show. I'm, I appreciate it very much. Well, great. Well, let's talk about where you work. You're, you're, I'm talking to you right now live. You're there at the Katie Wheeler Ranch Library in Irvine. And it's uh, some people may not know what that pretty white building is as they pass by on Jamboree and, and Irvine Boulevard there. Tell me a little bit about your library. Well, the library is a fairly new library. We opened up in 2008, and you're right. People drive by all the time. They say, I've always wondered what that library or that building was. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so they ask me, and we talk about it. And basically, um, our library is a replica of the original Irvine home, which was built uh, in the late 1800s. Um, and in the building, uh, it was run by a man by the name of French who ran ranching operations for the Irvines. And so the Irvines were living up in San Francisco mm-hmm. at that time, and then they would come down and visit. And then uh, when the big fire came on uh, earthquake in San Francisco in 1906, the family decided to come down to uh, the ranch here in Southern California. Mm-hmm. And so the ranch was comprised of like three Spanish ranchos, and uh, the property of the Irvine spanned from, uh, let's say, the edge of Laguna Beach all the way down to Huntington Beach, and then all the way back towards the mountains. And so it was about 120,000 acres of land that they had. And so the family lived here for many generations in the house, and then in um, uh, about 1960s, 
60, I want to say is when it was, or uh, 59, um, Myford, who was the last uh, child of J.I., or James Irvine, um, died in the home here, and so the family moved out right after that. And as soon as that happened, then the Irvine Company moved into the house. Mm-hmm. And then after that, a period of time, the Irvine Company was in here, and all their businesses' office were in here, and they had designers working. And on one day in 1965, the building caught fire. And it destroyed it to the point to it was uninhabitable. So about three years later, they completely razzed and knocked down the building and just planted an orchard. So in, I think it was the late 1990s, I think the Irvine Company approached the county about turning the land over, this piece of property here, which is about six and a half acres, Mm -hmm. to the county. So they could preserve it as sort of like a, a park area and also a historical area for uh, uh, the county. And so the county said yes, so parks jumped on it and um, they started working on it and then somebody brought up the idea, wouldn't it be nice to rebuild the original home back again the way it was and possibly put in a library in there? So that flew and people got excited about that idea and that's how it sort of started so in 2007 they started construction here on the building and just a little over a year later which would have been 2008 in february we were built and we had a brand new library and we had a big grand opening and the irvine families were all invited in and we probably had a a thousand people here that first day for the grand opening. Well, it's just such a wonderful treasure. Now, I want to know who had the idea of putting building that library. I think that's fabulous. Well, you, Do you know who you it know, was? I have not been able to track down <laughs> the person who has, who came up with that one idea. I thought, well, maybe it was somebody in the library. Yeah. And, uh, it could have been somebody on a board for the parks department, but a couple of names have come up, but I have not been able to nail that down well, I think so whoever that's a part it, of history I can't <laughs> find yet. Well, whoever it was, I think we all owed a, a debt of gratitude, because it's a brilliant idea to, to be able to replicate that building. And, you know, as you mentioned, this, this building was not just a, ho- a house or a home. It was really kind of the nerve center. It's, it's really at the heart of, of Irvine history and um, certainly the family, but, but even the Irvine company as well, as you mentioned, because um, it was also the, where a lot of the original master plan of Irvine was implemented. Um, exactly, Univer- exactly. University Park was developed there. Uh, you know, Ray Watson, when he comes in, and, and Al Trevino, when they come in, they're all working in the the house at that time when it was used that. And so it, it's just such an important historic place. And the wonderful thing is now there's this beautiful library that the whole public can enjoy, and and it looks just like the original building. Exactly. Yeah, they did a great job. They had the plans that they got from the Irvine Company, Mm -hmm. and the designers did a great job. I mean, it is an exact replica, other than the handicap ramps, which they didn't have in those days. Uh We even have false doors that go absolutely nowhere, (laughs) um, just to make it look exactly like it did during that time. And you're right, it was like the nerve center for the Irvine Company, because James Irvine and... And Myford and uh, Jace, which was the uh, 
the third James Irvine, mm-hmm. would just walk out of the house, walk across the street, and there would be there at the Irvine Company, and that's where they would work there in the same office that his father would work out of. And to be uh, to be clear, too, this is this is located. It's today. It's called the Irvine Ranch Historic Park, and correct. it's uh, located on the corner of Jamboree and Irvine Boulevard. It's right across the street from the edge of the the marketplace there. And so, if you're you're driving by, you want to go find it but um and today a lot of those buildings in the historic park like you mentioned that were like james irvine's office and and the the bunkhouse where some of the workers they're all have been preserved by the the parks and are functional spaces tell me a little bit about the irvine ranch historic park um well, that is run pretty much by OC Parks, mm-hmm. and so they have put together a like five-year plan, and the plan was, of course, to rehab a lot of these old uh, uh, structures that were on the property, and some of the structures actually came to the property from another part of Irvine. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, a barn that's in the back, but that was not there originally. It was a, about a mile out. And then there's a white house right on the corner as you pull in the entrance, which was n- not there mm-hmm. um, in the old days. It was across the street where Target was, and that was where the, um, uh, what was he? He was the buyer for the Irvine Company. That's where he had his home. Mm-hmm. And then they moved it to preserve that piece of property also. So they have been rehabbing, and they've turned them into uh Mostly offices for OC Parks personnel. Mm-hmm. So they used to be down in Santa Ana, and they really like the environment that is over here, that nice feel of the old ranch. Oh, and they've yeah. done a bang-up job. They're resurfacing the streets, putting in new water lines, new electrical lines, all underground. And the place looks just like it did in the old days. I agree. And I think that um, I was over there just recently to visit all of you, and and I was walking through the park, and it's it's nice because it's it's not a, you know if people come there they might expect oh can I go in some of these buildings are they can I walk through them other than the library they're not public buildings they are like you said office uh, a space for the OC parks right. or conference centers but what they've done there is be, instead of tearing down just using the land and tearing down these buildings and building something modern they've restored those original structures so no you you maybe can't walk through the mess hall or the dining room or things but those buildings are in the same place that they've always been and they look just like they did and they have these wonderful placards there's signage all through that if you come to the library you can walk over there and see some of the the signs that explain what the buildings were and um, you know the the timing and a little bit of information about the Irvine Ranch. So you can go get a, a just a little history lesson uh, just by walking by these buildings. Right, and if they come in the library, we also have a self guided tour, a little brochure um, that describes what all the photographs are in the library and their history, and also we give out a general layout of the entire property that okay. tells you about all the buildings, what they were, and where they're laid out. Well, I think that's it's a great service that you do that, and I, I that's one of the wonderful things about visiting the Katie Wheeler branch is that you do feel like you're walking inside someone's vintage home. I mean, it's it's a new structure, like you said, but it doesn't 
it, it, it looks very old. I mean, it looks like you're walking in the same family staircases in the same place that it was. And um, you said that you had the Irvine family, I know, have been over to visit and for the opening and other things. Right. And they were very, very helpful and instrumental in helping us to give it that uh, homey kind of feel. Uh, so we approached the um, Irvine family, and we talked to Joan Irvine and to Nita Connolly and also to James Swindon, mm-hmm. and they were also helpful in providing photographs to mount in the house so that it would give it sort of like it was somebody's house in there. So throughout the house, we have photographs of people who lived in the house, and it makes it sort of homey, and people remark about that all the time. Uh, they've even given us... Um, paintings, original paintings that originally hung in the house, but we had to make them take them away because they were just too valuable to to be kept in here. So what they did is they made copies of those Mm -hmm. and they gave them back to us so we could hang in the house. Yeah, you really do get a feeling. It's, um, I've done some, some of my historical research and I love to work there because you, you get the whole vibe of being, you feel like the Irvine family's there with you because all of their pictures are on the walls as you look around and it's really just, uh, it's like kind of a museum in itself to be able to go there and check it out. Yeah, we are very fortunate um, to be able to uh, work here in such a nice (laughs) environment. People come in and tell us all the time, oh, what a great library this is. Uh, This looks like a great place to work, and Mm -hmm. I have to say it is a great place to be. You just walk outside the front door, and you're like in a park-like setting, which was their front yard. Um, They did a marvelous job, and it's it's really a a nice library to be at. (laughs) And part of what we also do here is we try and collect... uh, a lot of the photographic history about the Irvines and their family. So, again, the Irvine family has been generous in offering us many photographs, and what we've done is we've just scanned them, and then we uh, upload them onto our website. So you can go to our OC Stories in the OCPL website, Mm -hmm. and you can see a lot of the history of not only Irvines, but of the entire county. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it's such a treasure trove of information, and and like you said, those historic images are just they're they're irreplaceable. There's really it's it's one thing to have all of the stuff documented, but to be able to see the pictures of the structures and things as they were, it's it's really wonderful that you have that, and that people can access it online. Um, and and do that is really a great thing. Well, one of the pictures that you see when you walk into the Katie Wheeler Library there above the, on the staircase is a picture of of the lady herself, Katie Wheeler. And we probably should should, uh, tell the story of Katie. What, why is this library named for her? Um, Well, it's named for Katie um, for one major reason is not only did she grow up here on the ranch, Mm So when Katie was born, she was actually born upstairs in the house. Her um, grandfather, um, James uh, Harvey Irvine, um, told his daughter he wanted her to have the baby at home and not go to the hospital in Santa Ana. So Catherine, his daughter, Mm -hmm. said, okay, we'll have the baby here at home, and she did. 
And the baby was born without any problems, but the problem was is there were complications in the delivery mm-hmm. of Katie, and uh, she died within four days after that. So Her mother, Catherine right, did, Her yes. mother passed away. So James Irvine felt somewhat guilty, and he felt devastated over the loss of his daughter's life. Mm-hmm. And so he took it upon himself to adopt her and raise her himself. So she grew up here her entire life until she you know, went to school and got married. Um, and then after that, she was on the board of the Irvine Foundation, and mm-hmm. she served on the Irvine Foundation for over 40 years. Wow. So when the idea was put out that we were going to build a library and we were looking to name it, um, we were approached um, through the Irvine Foundation about naming it after her because of her contributions not only to the foundation, but she grew up in the house. Right. She was born here and she spent so many years here. So that is why we named the library the Katie Wheeler Library. And it's completely appropriate and there's wonderful pictures of her not only um, you know as an adult, but pictures of her as a little girl and and one of my very favorite pictures of the Irvine family in general is a picture of her and her grandfather, <clears throat> excuse me, James Harvey Irvine, and he's holding, he's carrying her, and it's one of the few pictures I've seen of him where he is smiling. Yeah. I mean, he was he was a, kind of a serious guy, and uh, you know he was uh, very well respected, but kind of thought of as maybe sometimes very businesslike and possibly a little gruff. And and I have this image of this older man. Uh, raising this little girl and her running around the house and and this kind of connection between the two of them. I mean, he was a, a widow at that time himself and and or widow, yeah, <laughs> widower. And um, for him to be the two of you know raising this little girl all of a sudden, and uh, I just I think that she probably brought a lot of joy to him and and after such a tragic situation, and I love that picture of him holding her. So, yeah, that too is is one of my favorites. That and the one of her outside on the road pushing her little. Uh, uh, baby buggy. Yes, yes. Well, you get a sense when you come to visit the your library that this is just no long, no ordinary public building. This was a family's home, and the Irvine family seems very much like real live people. And I mm-hmm. think anybody who has any interest in Irvine history, or just you want to learn about the town that you live in, and mm-hmm. it's it's a wonderful place to come visit. Spend a couple hours, pick up your self guided brochure there at the front desk. And uh, you can kind of wander through the library, look at the pictures, and then afterwards take a step outside and and walk around the ranch uh, historic park and and just get a it's like a little island of history I think in in all of the development that we are getting used to around here it's a it's a great place to come and visit what is your favorite um, there's a lot of different stories or kind of interesting things about the home what's one of your favorites about some of the things that you have in your little self-guided tour that people should definitely make sure that they they see oh well let's see that would probably be the fishing story oh yeah (laughs) that's a good one i agree so the fishing story is told to me by nita connelly who is katie Um, wheeler's daughter right exactly um well, he was a great outdoorsman, uh, James Harvey Irvine, and he did everything outdoors. He loved to fish, he loved to hunt, and do those kinds of things. And running a ranch in Southern California um, early on with 
uh, when we didn't have the water resources that we have now, water was very precious, especially mm-hmm. on a farm. So his wife, his second wife, wanted a swimming pool. And he kept putting it off and putting it off. And finally, he went on an extended trip. And he used to like to travel and go all over the world to collect all kinds of plants and seeds to see what would work here on the ranch Mm -hmm. and give them a shot here. And so when he came back, she had had a swimming pool built. (laughs) <laughs> and when he came, he saw kids, like, running out of the house. And he said, where are you going? He says, we're going out to the pool. And so he walked out, and there was a pool built on the property. <laughs> so um, he didn't say a word to her about that, not at all. And he waited until she went on one of her trips to San Francisco. <laughs> and when he did, he emptied out the pool and put in fresh water, and he put fish in there. <laughs> and he made sure he and some of his friends were out in the backyard fishing out of the pool when she came home to see him. So mm. that was their little tiff, right? And then after <laughs> that, she changed it into a swimming pool. And But that was their little battle that was always going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she, uh, I love, I think uh, his second wife, Catherine, was quite a, or Big Kate, they called her, right. uh, was uh, quite a match for him, and I, I love that story, too. And the pool, is the pool still there? Um, it is still there. They have not started started to rehab that yet. Mm-hmm. It's still fenced, and people cannot get near it, actually, at, at this point. But the plans from Parks is they want to completely restore that area also. And also I wanted to mention is Big Kate was not called Big Kate <laughs> because she was big in any way, shape, or form. It was because her name was Catherine, mm-hmm. and Katie's name was Catherine. So to distinguish between the two, Big Kate, Catherine became Big Kate, and little Katie became Katie. And they, they, uh, yeah, the Irvine family was very fond of the same names. There were lots of Catherines and lots of James. Right, uh, a lot of James Irvine. (laughs) Some people call him James Irvine the first, the second, (laughs) third, and the fourth, but they never named themselves that way. The first one was just James Irvine, Mm -hmm. and then his son became James Harvey Irvine, and the Harvey name came in from James Irvine. Uh, father-in-law, whose name was Harvey Rice, so he took on that middle name. But people used to just call him J.I. And then his son um, was also James Irvine, but they called him Jace, so he was the third one. And he was the one that was being groomed to become the new CEO of the Irvine company, Mm -hmm. but he died at an early age of consumption. And so then that meant that J.I. had to move back from San Francisco and run the ranch again Mm -hmm. until he passed away. And then Myford um, came and took over operations of the ranch. He became the CEO. And then he named his son James Irvine. So his son is is, I think, the last one who's named James Irvine. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, they, they had a fondness for that name, James, which is wonderful. It's a great name, but it makes it a little confusing when you're doing historic research as to what James Irvine you're talking about, so you have to be careful with that. Right, but and, and many people within the family named all their first kids James, because there's also James Swindon, which is mm-hmm. Joan Irvine's uh, first son. 
Yes, that's true. Well, there's pictures of uh, all of the Jameses, um, pretty much, over at the Katie Wheeler Library. And that's located at 13109 Old Myford Road in Irvine. And like I said, it's on the corner of Jamboree and Irvine Boulevard. And uh, I encourage anyone to uh, get out there and see some of the Irvine history that we have and this beautiful public library that uh, is just a treasure in the city. And I'm just, whoever it was who had the idea of mm-hmm. turning the, you know, replicating the Irvine family home as a library is uh, a genius, and I say thank you. So, <laughs> would you and agree? remember, we are a library, so we have plenty of books. We have DVDs. We have books on tape. You can also download books now over the web. Um, you get all that with your Orange County Library card. Yes, so uh, thank you so much. And thanks, Richard Serrato, the Senior Branch Manager at the Katie Wheeler Library, for taking a few t- uh, minutes to talk with me about the place that you work. Uh, you lucky guy. I love going yes, over there. I am lucky. Thank you, <laughs> Ellen, for having me on your show. You're very welcome, and I will talk with you soon. Thank you. Yes, thank you to Richard Serrato of the Katie Wheeler Library for joining me today on Vintage Orange at KUCI 88.9 FM. And thank you to all of you for tuning in. I hope you uh, check us out next week when we will have more local history coming your way. And until then, I hope you get out there and learn a little bit about something about the place that you live.